to get with the programming. I'm Chase Singram. I'm Captain America. And along with me is Bill Grunler. Wolverine. And Bill, you're back from broadcasting, sir. I'm back. And I even have a voice. Check this out. La, 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 la. That's impressive. I would have, I'd yeah, be dead. Seriously. I'd have like, I can't, I can't record anything for a week. <laughs> I can't, <laughs> I can't record yeah, anything for man. a week. I but, got to uh, cut my teeth back on that mic again. It felt good. You know, Bill, I got to be there with the, the sultry voice of Sean, man. the man Woodland, and Andy Sakamoto. What a great trio. You guys just got back from the Legends Masters Championships in San Diego. Four days. Four days. Four days. Of competition. And uh, you got to be back on the mic. You did the live stream broadcast, which was fantastic. I think uh, as far as, shoot, unequivocally for what, for Masters, best ever. Best coverage they've ever gotten. 100%. No, competition, three days, every four days, you, you were there. I'd love to hear um, how it was for you. But, uh, I mean, just as far as off-season broadcasts go, that's one of the better ones I've ever watched. Without a doubt. I mean, the Masters has never gotten anything like that at all. Um, and the craziest thing, I mean, I, I, I'll tell you about the whole weekend, but the coolest thing of that entire four days, and it was a lot, it was, I mean, that was long, not only for us as broadcasters, but for the masters themselves out there competing. Mm. I mean, they had 65 plus year olds competing for four days straight. It was pretty badass, but, um, not one time, not one time anywhere have the athletes ever come up and thanked us for broadcasting their event. Oh, and they all came up. I mean, really? I was having people like it was, it was strange. It was, it was so nice and so heartfelt that it almost made me feel uncomfortable. It was so <laughs> nice. Like they were coming up. It's like, yeah. Hey, I mean, I really appreciate it. It's great what you're doing. I mean, and they're talking about, you know, their family being able to hear it. And the fact that like, Oh my gosh, Bill Grundler and Sean Woodland said my name. I saw some on, of those posts on Instagram. On the screen is like, yeah. I'm done. I'm done competing. I don't ever need to do it again. I just like <laughs> I got the biggest thing. Even even had one of the athletes say that um she it meant more to her. The moment was bigger for her mm -hmm. hearing us call her name at that event than when she was at the games. Really? Like, the experience here was better than even at the games. And I I think because of the fact that it was just them. Yeah. They, they yeah. were the stars of the show. Dude. Yes. And I, I, I tell you what, I mean, you know, you had that post that you put up just today, you know, that don't just talk to talk, but walk the walk kind yeah. of thing. Show up or shut up. And they all showed up. Cool. Fans. Really? Family. I yeah. Mean, the place was packed. It was loud. Oh, it was so good. That was but cool. Yeah, I'd never, never been thanked before. Probably, I, me personally, I probably had 60. I don't know, wow. 70 people thanking me personally. That that's awesome. crazy. Yeah, it was really cool. Well, that's really cool. It's really cool you got to be there in person. Uh, the questions I had for you after just being there in person, you know, we did we did four episodes on the programming. What it was going to yeah. look like. Some things had to change because of supply chain issues. <laughs> <laughs> and they made some modifications on the fly to make it work. But hearing it, seeing it on paper, and then seeing it unfold, what was it like watching these events kind of with what we thought they would be and then have them unfold in person in front of you? Uh, I'll tell you what, Bob and Joe did an incredible job of putting that together. Um, I think that 
you know, when you, and this will be something that actually we kind of feather into our topic today a little bit, but one of the things that's important is you, when you have a, an elite level competition, this wasn't a local competition. I mean, you had to qualify to get here. So there, there should be a level of um, ability that, that these athletes should be able to do. I mean, we have games level athletes here. We have top podiums and, you know, in the games that we're here. It's a a championship with game invites, qualifiers and regionals. Like this is the best of the best. So they really didn't hold back on a lot of the skills. Mm. I mean, there were snatches, there were overhead squats, there was muscle ups, there were bar muscle ups, there were new movements, there were heavy lifts, there were, um, like even the athletes were saying, I don't know what else they could give us. Like, (laughs) I, I I mean, we've kind of run out of everything and, you know, the, the fact that they had to make, so they were, they were going to have the, um, the air runners, the assault runners for the, uh, um, the first event for the run. Yeah. And and that didn't happen, uh, for supply chain issues. Um, so they changed it to a rowing and they had to actually make a double switch. It was going to be a three minute on three minute rest, seven minute on. Yeah. What was, uh, what happened there? I had an athlete there were, competing there, and he's he, yeah. He goes, yeah. I didn't know about the second change until ninety seconds into the third minute. Yeah, yeah. He's, it was there were some people that were kind of pissed, but it was like it was one of those things that it was it was at least early enough in the heat that they could do something. They had to do something, and so what they did there was a it was a screen issue or okay. I don't know if they were. It seemed to me. I, the way they had it set up is they they pre-programmed it. Okay. But with that pre-programmed rest, I would have thought it would have stayed on. But apparently, right. some of them were glitching out, and so then all of a sudden, someone gets behind. Oh. And they didn't know how to do that, and they didn't they didn't necessarily have a all right, judge, you will reset it right before they go. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then they ended up changing it, and I'm not sure why they picked this, but I think it was three minutes on, four minute rest, three minute on. So. Oh. Their long one ended up not being a long one. Right. It ended up being a power output setup. So I mean, you know, if 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 we were to nitpick what they missed, it was the long event. But right. it wasn't because they didn't plan for it. It just shit kind of went south, and you had to make something happen. But yeah, even um, even with that, even with that, I thought it was great. Um, volume definitely was high <laughs> uh, for a lot of these athletes. I mean, I was talking to. Um, Ben Kelly in mm. my division, the 50 to 54 division. And he was at the games last year. He's been competing, you know, in this, in this realm for a long time. And I'm like, how do you feel? And he's like, I'm not going to lie. He's like, I was ready for the games. I am. I'm beat up right now. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm beat up. Yeah. <laughs> so and that um, was another I, question I had was it was four days, but do you think four, like four for masters is you don't need to do that. I think three would be, more than sufficient or is it because there's so many people there and just timeline logistics just to get it all in appropriately i i i i won't say that it was i'm not saying that as a negative i just like i think no, you could no, do no. I mean, yourself like, could you do a it in favor yeah. I, th- I think you could i mean they had 11 events that's a lot of events i mean that's, that's a, a that's more than events. they had at the crossfit games i think right so could they have gotten rid of a couple a couple of the events to shorten it up? Sure, they could have. Mm. Um, but I I think that you know what what the crew there was really trying to do was they wanted to design a template of 
just how high end it could be. Um, programming yeah. wise, um, athlete wise, uh, like show that. wise, all that. And so, you know, and the other thing is, you know, they keep talking about the games kind of farming out the, the master's element of it. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, I mean, they now have the only template of, okay, you want a big event, right? We can go this big and have the athletes still like what, what's going on. And I, you know, I think a lot of the events they didn't, even though it was four days, um, you know, that that's a lot to, to keep up, but it wasn't like every single one of those events just manhandled. Everybody, yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, so, um, could it have been shorter. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what did it work out the way it was? Yeah, totally. Because I think like in the older divisions, I think they cut out two of the events anyway. So oh, that's true. Um, that's true. But I, I thought I did. I tell you what, I, I was 100% blown away and impressed by the whole thing. Cool. And I saw it from the back end too. I mean, I saw it from like, you know, it's like the, the cool floating duck on top or everything's nice and <laughs> yeah. everything spectacular. Right, right. And underneath the feet are just like spazzing out and flipping all over the place. So um, it was good. That was competition really good. floor at cool. Did they, did they construct a tent? Yeah, they that? had a tent. Okay. So we were outside in a parking lot. Didn't it didn't look or feel like it? Yeah. Um, massive tent, and I mean it was really picturesque. I mean they had the gigantic tent with uh the floor in between, so they had stands and stuff like that in there. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I mean literally plexiglass window, so super clear plexiglass window on the one side where you look out and there's the bay out to the ocean. So you cool. see big sailboat regattas and battleships going by and big old yachts going by and jet skis all over the place. And, and then, I mean, it's, it's a trip because it was so beautiful down. It was raining the first day pouring I saw the that. rest of the days. It was beautiful. Like not a cloud in the sky. Okay. Yeah. And then I come home and it's been pouring for the last. Few days. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm like in a sweatshirt right now. I'm yeah. Like, freezing. I'm like, I don't even know what's happening right That's now. That's so funny. Weird. Well, Hey, welcome back. You sounded great. It's good to hear you back out there. Oh, man, it's so fun. So fun. Oh, man. Well, hey, this episode is building off the last episode we did that was specifically for our programmatrons. And Bill and I did an episode of our top five things you should do to prepare for the Open. And we had a lot of different advice, you know, just like being more consistent with your training is the basic one. Learning from the things that made you angry from the previous year. Specific things like, you know, work on intensity work on the simple gymnastic skills, but in more volume, like you said, pull-ups, toes to bar, handstand push-ups to a certain extent. Um, and then the other one was, and, and you had said this, and I really like what you said was, we defined really what the Open's purpose was. And when we did that, uh, we got a lot of feedback, or a little feedback, from a f- um, fans of the sport and athletes in the sport and Everyone in between or the outside was, uh, how do you, it was the, uh, your quote was, the Open is not designed to improve your fitness, it is designed to test your fitness. And that really is what it is. And we wanted to expand on that in this episode, really teaching people the difference between training and testing from a programming standpoint, from a coaching standpoint, and from an athlete standpoint, and how you approach those two different prongs, I would say, in your fitness journey. Um, 
which I'm really excited about. But yeah, before we get there, we want to thank our partners of the show, Bubs Naturals. If you did a four-day Masters competition in San Diego, you may need a little extra scoop of that collagen protein <laughs> in your coffee. <laughs> After that, if you, uh, Bubs Naturals, they have a non-dairy creamer. It's actually an MCT oil powder that goes beautifully in your coffee to cream it up, to make it so tasty in the mornings, as well as collagen protein you can add to that. Not only are you going to get some protein in your morning coffee, it's tasteless. It's It mixes perfectly, seamlessly with that warm cup of coffee, but the collagen in there does wonderful things for hair, nails, joints, skin, everything a master's athletes need. As Bill says, tighten it up. Tighten it up. <laughs> tighten it up. Go to bubsnaturals.com. Use it. Go get with 20 for 20% off every order every time. If you were uh, watching, there was a lot of gymnastics pulling, I would say, at the uh, Legends Masters Championships and some weightlifting and some lunges and squats and it sounds like you need every accessory across the board. And if you're going to do that, go to element26.co and use the code GETWITH15 for 15% off. They've got grips, knee sleeves, weight belts, wrist wraps, sweatbands. Still, my favorite sweatbands I've ever put. I, I want yeah. more of them so I don't have to keep washing them over and over. <laughs> do they have that knee, that knee sleeve smell yet? No, they don't. I do a good job of like I, I, I weekly I'll I'll go and clean them. I have two pair, which is it's nice to have. But uh, you got that. You got the thumb tape. You got knee sleeves. You got everything. Just make sure you go to get with or not get with. Go to element26.co. I don't know where get with 15 will get you. As far as the internet, but uh, we're, gonna to, we're gonna we're gonna have to buy that. Buy <laughs> I know. That domain now name. we have to buy that damn do domain name. But uh, you can also use that code for fifteen percent off every order inside the U.S. And as we are talking about training and testing for what is the Open, which is coming up at the end of February, if you want to advance to the next level, you need to do it with a next level video proof app. That is the Wattproof app. That's right. So if you got your bubs, you're going to tighten it up. If you got the Element 26, you're going to tape it up. And if you got your Wadproof <laughs> Go app, you're going to train it up because that's what you got to do between the three of them. So you guys all know the online qualifiers are there. You know, if, if you're planning on going anywhere, whether it's on the, in the Open Division or even in the Masters Divisions, um, you have to have that video proof. And so get with them for sure because they have the best uh, video uh video recorder out there but even more important than that they have if you get with their pro pack those templated programs to help improve all those holes so we talked about if you are short on something fix it up before the open gets here so you don't get pissed in the open if it's rowing if you need an engine if you need some gymnastics if you need some strength if you are a master's athlete and you need to have something catered more towards you as a master's athlete any of those things those templates are out there and all you need to do use is the code get with and you'll get a 20 percent off a three-month subscription so it's normally 9.99 a month you'll get that for about six months six dollars a month with our code and like i said that's the uh the full package to really improve those holes and shore you up before the open gets here so you're just not an angry old person <laughs> angry old person you know what i mean angry old person with no app and no accessories and no bubs in your coffee that, that's probably I mean, where it all on. started is you're angry because you had no bubs <laughs> <laughs> and then it's trickled down from there so we have the trifecta of happiness which is between that's bubs right. element 26 and the wadproof app all right so let's talk training versus testing and if this comes a lot i don't know how much it comes up for you but when i when i program specifically I have, I don't know what the, there's not like a percentage I put to it, but 
the majority of all my programmed workouts are just training days. And every once in a while, I'll throw in a test. That's why we have benchmark workouts or, you know, if you want to use old open workouts or regional workouts or games workouts or events. But the majority of all the programming, even if, say, it is a, a test that or it was a test, you can still dictate how someone should train for it. And we do that with scaling, stimulus achievement, weights, reps. There's there's a variety of different things. Um, what's it like for you when you're programming? Do you program for a test test or do you program as like a training day? I, I would say that when you're here, I mean, I've been an athlete a long time. You've been an athlete a long time. And when you're an athlete, we don't go work out. We train. And training is to develop a certain level of ability, shoring up whatever holes you have, um, improving certain certain things that you know are going to come up in whatever uh, whatever competition or sport it is that you're doing. You have to build certain levels of capacities or strengths or whatever so that you can compete at a particular level. So whether you are a competitive athlete, CrossFit or not, or you are a, a person in our gym that's looking for just general fitness, what we do is, or what I do is I program training days i mean we have our we have our testing days just like what you're talking about yeah. um you know for us our, our i we have we you know we we've talked about this a bunch of times where i will have a strength piece and then our metcon piece yeah. our strength piece is very easy to see where your testing day or where your the the testing versus the training day our training days are if you take our linear progression you're building up in those percentages as you work to you know, higher weights and higher weights to build that the base level of that strength so that on your one rep max days, okay, let's test it. Let's see what we got out of that. Um, I think for the the uh, Metcon segments, I do a lot of programming for capacity at different things. And when okay. I'm doing that, like there's a specific stimulus that I'm looking for. Um, it may be how fast can you transition in between certain things. It may be barbell cycling. It may be what's your gymnastics capacity. It may be um, can you work uh, to 85% on a particular weight under fatigue. Do you have gymnastic skills under fatigue? Like a lot of those kind of things that I'm kind of playing with and I'm sprinkling. That's like the those stimuluses are sprinkled over the top of whatever it is that we're doing. That being said, I will have a general idea of what I want that to be. Mm. And then that's when we do our modifications based on every single person. Cause they're going to be, right. they're going to be, you know, very different. Um, but the stimulus this is where I think it's important is the stimulus has to be the same for your elite level athletes. And then for your other athletes, if you're trying to program that way. So no, I don't want them testing. I don't, I don't want people I don't want people to do RX if they can't do RX on the <laughs> right. regular day. Yeah. But I yeah. will say on on during the open, that's one of the only times that I will say, well, no, do the RX because now it's something different. Now it's have you built up enough stuff to where you can do it. So I I will I I the mindset is training. Yeah. I've vast majority. I would say honestly, probably eighty five percent of the time. I, I mean, my percentage is going to make up was around ninety. Yeah. And I like what you said about um, capacity. Um, capacity can be de is developed on an individual basis because everyone's individual capacity is different. 
totally. same thing with intensity. Right? You got to scale the intensity to fit the individual's needs and ability. And when it comes to training, you create this workout and then you go to each person's individual ability and you say, since this whole goal is to get our capacity up or we just want intensity, you know, it, I know it has 20 toes to bar here and 20 front squats at 185 for three rounds. We'll just make something up, right? It's like, all right, you can do it all RX because you're going to fit this stimulus that we want. And something like that's probably going to take less than eight to 10 minutes. Being generous. Um, but it's like, all right, so this is the time frame we're working within. He's like, if this person did that, it would take them 20 minutes. That's not working your capacity or intensity anymore. That's just hard. Right. <laughs> and right. this one is like, hey, we're going to cut your reps in half, but we're going to drop your weight about 60% because I want you to do 20 reps, not just 10 reps at the weight. And, and, and you mix and match all this. So everyone works at an intensity level in a time frame to develop a capacity of which this workout's sole design was centered around. And then tomorrow yeah. it's a different purpose, which you've laid out. And then the next day after that's different and different, different, different. And your job as a programmer is to know exactly what you're programming and why. Yeah. It's not just random workouts. Yeah. And it's not just variance for the sake of variance, because like you can still be varied and do five 20 minute workouts that are all triplets. It's like, but you don't do that. It's like we have strength. We got AMRAP. We got strength for fives, and then we have uh, three round sprint. And it's like you, there's and this and it's all coming from your brain of what you want these athletes to train, to develop capacity, to work on intensity, to improve strength, gymnastics, endurance. Like that's all behind your programming. Yeah, and I and I I've talked to a lot of coaches, and and one of the pieces is is that intensity part. Um, it's a secret there sauce. Are a lot, there are a lot of coaches that will say, "Old days of CrossFit, what was what was the uh, what was the speed that you were supposed to be going?" <laughs> well, my old days of CrossFit, it's a full hundred percent. Okay, yeah, right, hundred percent. I mean, Pukey the Clown right. was our mascot because everyone would go all out and throw up because yeah. their body was not used to doing that. Um, you know, I think we have gotten better now at understanding how fast we should be going at, mm. at different events, especially if we're competing. But what I think is important is I've heard a lot of coaches that will tell athletes, I don't want you to go hard all the time. There are some times where I want you to bring the intensity down. Sometimes I think you need you need to tell people that. But personally, <laughs> personally, yeah. I feel that it's my job to. And I, I'm not talking about individual specific cases because, like, if there's something specific, we may need to adjust that. But generally speaking, right? I will design workouts that, just like as you said, if if one workout takes someone eight minutes and that's the desired stimulus, and this one's taking them twenty minutes, so now the intensity is not up anymore. It's just heavy, or they just can't they just can't do that number of reps, or it's just hard. Hard just because something's hard doesn't mean the intensity is up really high. So what I will do a lot of times yes. is I will throw some heavy weights in there purposely to drop the intensity mm. of certain movements. It's like, okay, maybe we're not going to do a whole lot of strength stuff on the, on the front end, or it's a, it's a particular strength thing that we're doing this one over here. It's like, all right, well now I want you to do clean and jerks at 225. Well, all right, you can do all your box jumps or whatever it is that you have buzz, 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 buzz. You come over here to the weight and it's like, okay, let me contain myself 
I have to compose myself right, before right. I can actually get this. So all of a sudden, as you're doing that, heart rate comes down, breathing rate comes down, intensity starts to drop. So I'd never tell anybody generally, hey, I don't want you to not push hard. Push hard. I want you to give me what you have. Yeah. I will set it up to allow you. Right. To you, go you've all designed out. things right. to blunt their intensity already. Totally. Yeah. I yeah. Like that. So I so we had one today. Check check this. See, try this one off for size. <laughs> uh, we had a two piece workout today. Okay. Um, uh, for the Metcom part. Um, our strength piece was a front squat piece. So it was ten minute every minute on the minute three reps. Okay. Um, we went from seventy percent the first minute to seventy five to uh, I think we built up to eighty percent. Okay. Staying at that three three reps a minute. So you're it's ten minutes. You're doing thirty reps. Um, sitting up there at a decent amount of weight, you know, not super heavy, but heavy enough. It's going to get tiring during the last like three rounds. I mean, so. that's not a lot of rest in between no, three reps not at all. north of 70%. Right. I like doing those. Yeah. Anyways, um, the workout piece, the Metcom piece was 17 minute clock, a 10 minute EMOM, one minute rest, six minute EMOM. Mm. The first EMOM was 15 wall balls, 30 double unders. Okay. Okay, so every minute on the minute you have to do fifteen and thirty. Whoa. So you're buzzing. Dang. That was the the in, the intention of that is I want you to push the wall balls unbroken and I want you to, to be able to be fatigued and get as much accuracy on your double unders as you can. Not the time to learn the double unders. I don't want like if you can't right. do double unders, right. I want you to do singles. Right. If you can't do singles, I want you to do like lateral jumps. Right. Like that that's what I want. I want fatigue and I want you to push the wall balls as hard as you can. Now, we're gonna have people that can get those done probably like right around fifty seconds. If they get the double unders unbroken and they do the wall balls unbroken, you'll be done around fifty seconds. So yeah. now I'm training, I I am determining their rest. They're not able to determine Got the rest it. because they have to give me the total reps at the end. Um so they buzz it. There are gonna be some people that can't do that. They're not going to be able to get all those wall balls. So what I'm like, what I say is, I'm watching people. I mean, literally break down in front of me. As <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking about how many people <laughs> in my gym could actually do that. <laughs> yeah, or if I could I even mean, do that myself. <laughs> there's, there's not. I mean, there's not a lot. Train for the best, right? Yeah. Scale for the or program for the best, pro, uh, modify for the rest. I got it. So yeah, what I, I started doing is, as we got into like probably the third minute or so, when people's like eyeballs were like looking at me, like, what the hell is going on right now? I said, okay. 30 seconds to get as many of the wall balls as you can uh, stop there okay. and the rest of the time you're doing double unders. Yeah. So now it's, it's still keeping them within that minute. It's still pushing the tempo on them. So they're not allowing themselves to rest. Otherwise it's like, okay, I got two wall balls on this and I got five double unders. You're going to have to add that to your score somehow, which ends up being nothing. So got it's it. enough to keep them pushing the second piece. So one minute rest we did, so it's a six-minute EMOM of uh, six hand cleans, 155, 105, and six handstand push-ups. Everyone was able to finish that at about 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. But it was, you're so blown out, can you still kind of hang on mentally and still hit these pieces, you know, with the last piece? So, like, to me, it was all capacity today. Yeah. Pure capacity. I want to see mentally... Do, can you can you keep yourself in the game? Can you train yourself to stay in the game to see where you are? Mm -hmm. You know, training that stimulus, training to push when it's like, oh my God, this really hurts bad, like bad. <laughs> like, you, you got yeah. three minutes left. Come on, 
three minutes. Man. Don't do the math. Don't count 45 more wall balls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's but that's me. Uh, that's me pulling the buttons and the knobs, turning the knobs right, on right, them right, right. rather than them deciding, do I go fast? Do I go slow? You know, how hard do I push? I make the workout dictate that on them. And, and I like that. And that's that's the job and responsibility of the programmer and the coach. For the athlete, your job is to really understand what your goal is yeah, and where you're really at. Now, your coach can help you get there, but I will adapt a lot of people's modifications, scales, and you know, weights or whatever based off what their goal is. Like, hey, I need to get totally. better. I need to get better at wall balls for longer periods of time. And so then I'm like, okay, well, then your training today should probably be with a lighter ball and you need to do 15 in a row every time. The other one's like, I just suck at the 20-pound ball. All right. Well, then maybe instead of 15, we're doing like eight. Yeah. And you're getting used to the ball. It's like, I can't do double-unders. I have like five. I'm like, okay, can you do five in 15 seconds? Yes. Okay, well, then do your five double-unders. You're probably going to work harder than me who does 30 anyways. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But it's all case-by-case dependent. But for the athlete, they need to understand is like, are you, what is your real goal here? Is it, I want to get stronger. Okay. If I want to get better at gymnastics. Okay. I want to work on my work capacity only, or I just want to get in shape. It's like, great. Here's a light ball. Here's a jump rope. In fact, screw this jump rope. You just hop laterally over this PVC pipe and get all your rounds in, take your rest, do another one. We'll go hard. We'll be safe and we'll accomplish what your goal is for the day. Yeah. And you know, you know, if if it's the I just want to get in shape thing, the the testing part is hard. I mean, honestly, the test for them is I, then it, I just it, throw out the window, right? I mean, it's like the test is: Did you show up today? Yeah. All right. Okay. So you won the test. Pass or fail. Let's just do the training to like just just keep right. you in it. So um, I think that's a gr- my, a great example I have of that is we are, we're doing like an open workout Wednesday every week, and I'm yeah. like, all right, here's here's the challenge. If you can do this RX, you have my full encouragement to try. Even if you get nothing out of it. We've got five other days to get something more like on workout day. Because today is yeah. test day, which we don't yeah. do very often. We rarely ever have a test day. And like I said, one every year, 10 workouts, maybe. Now that I think about it, I think it's less. Yeah, less than that. It's got to totally. be less than That's that. Ours is, yeah. And then I'm like, or you want to do this workout but with elements you want to train, it's like, say it has 10 toes to bar, but you should only do five. And it has a 135-pound bar, but you should do 75. And so you, or you do 135, like we do less reps or whatever, right? And then the yeah. person's like, I just want to work out. I'm like, great. Get an ab mat, kettlebell. We're not doing yep. cleans. We're just going to do swings and goblet squats instead of front squats. And you're going to yeah. do this AMRAP for 15 minutes with these rep schemes, and you're going to have a kick-ass workout. Right next to this person who's learning how to do toes-to-bar for the first time, next to this person who's training for the CrossFit Games. Exactly. And we all yeah. got somewhere between two rounds of each other across the board of all the skill levels because the coach hopefully got everybody programmed up and modified except for the person that was just going for the test for the day. And then I really yeah. don't give a shit what they got. <laughs> well the the nice thing about the test here's the nice thing about the test is i mean no you don't care what they got but 
from the test. You now have data to be like, okay, what did, what did we mess up on? Right, where the what wheels go off. Have? Now we can come back and we can look at like, all right, well, then we're going to train these things. Now mm -hmm. you have some different goals um, to adjust. That's why testing is important. If you're wanting to get better, if you're just like, look, man, I just I need to have a certain level. I just want to be fit. I want yeah. to be able to play with my kids. I, OK, cool. Great. Then enjoy the day, man. Let's have a great day today. Yeah. We're going to have glad a glad you're doing that with us. If you want to get better at something, it doesn't have to be that you want to qualify for an event or anything. It could just be like, look, I really want to pull up. Yeah, I really want to be able to do double unders. OK, fine. We can then whenever the double under stuff comes up. Mm -hmm. We can adjust either, okay, are we training this today or are we testing? Like my in my workout today, today was not a day to train to get double unders, even though there yeah. were a lot of double uh, yeah, unders. Yeah, the, yeah, main intent, yeah. the main intent of the of the event today was the cardiovascular element of it rather than that particular piece. But we put double unders, double unders in it yeah. all the time. And double unders say, was just a way to get people more tired. It wasn't the fact totally. that we're working on double unders. You yeah, if I have a of hundred double unders, or... yeah, if I have something like that, then I'll say, okay, for those of you that are wanting to get better at your double unders, don't just take the next hour and a half to try to get a hundred double unders. Mm -hmm. Do the first twenty-five as attempts. If you get them, cool. If you don't count it as a double under, the rest of them you can do in singles. Yeah. So like you can modify that kind of stuff so that they're able to do that. Um, but then again, like that's not competition. No. And when you get to competition, now is not the time. It's not a training about, day. Oh, I need to adjust it so that I get a great workout today. Yeah. No, it's not the time like, for that. You need to adjust it. In, exactly. And so when we look at the test, we look at it to a completely different view set. But it can still center around your goals individually to the athlete. But yeah. when it comes to, say, the Open... Right. And so, you know, th this episode is, you know, how do you approach the open or, or what is the, what not that it's what what is the purpose of the open? And it's to test your fitness level relative to what is decreed as an elite level of fitness. The open is the first step, the first funnel to find the fittest man and woman on the planet. That is part of the process. Therefore, the test needs to make sure it's still doing that even though the net is huge and everybody is allowed to play, but the open isn't that everybody can play. And so people need to understand is like the open's job isn't to cater to your personal fitness level. It's to test you where your fitness level is at based off where the games have decided where it should be. Hey, we're testing bar muscles because if you want to be the fittest person in the world, you better damn well have them. Right. Because this is the open. This is the CrossFit game season, and this is step number one to the CrossFit games. And, and I think that because someone doesn't have a particular movement and we, you know, this happens all the time in the open, never done a double under yet. Never done toes to bar, never done a bar muscle up, never done a ring muscle up. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't snatch that weight. Um, the box is too high, whatever, I, the deadlift's too heavy, yeah. whatever, whatever it might be. Why'd you look at me when you said that, bro? 
I, I didn't. I was looking down. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think that instead of you know when when it has the with the way that open is set up now, it has the, the scaled divisions, and I think that that is a way to be inclusive mm-hmm. of people to play. Right. But if you're not going to do what's RX, whether you can out, whether you can beat someone in a mile or not, and we're doing bar muscle ups in this particular yeah. event and you don't have it, I don't care. And no one should care that it's like, well, I'm more fit than them because I can do a mile faster than they can. It's like, well, okay, then that just means you're good at that mile. They can do bar muscle ups and you can't. You know, who's to say that, that, only the the events or only the movements that you are good at determine ex, you know define <laughs> fitness all of those if that was the case there'd be no there. barbells in the open for me right, right. <laughs> how dare you expose think, my you know, weakness <laughs> well and and again you know fitness yeah in, in in our definition is you need to be able to have across all domains all modalities yes and I, like I'm, I'm sorry. You don't have a ring muscle up, but or a double under. But I'm, I'm not sorry that you have to do the scale version. That doesn't mean you shouldn't do the event. And if this person gets one rep because they did one double under and you can't, right? Um, but you have the world record time in the scale division. I'm sorry, you should be ranked below the person that's Absolutely. doing it as prescribed. And it's not how it and, works. And again, not because you didn't do better in that. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe if they did the scale version, you would have beat them, but that's not what the test is. Like you're testing something else. You're testing something that you are designing it around you, not the test. The test is this black and white. Here it is. You either do this thing or you don't. If you do, you're above the line. If you don't, you're below the line. Right. Um, It was interesting at the masters, uh, at the legends competition. It was the first event that I have ever seen where they had, alternate versions of movements oh right um that you especially could do. the handstand walk i remember them talking about specifically handstand walk was one and what bar muscle ups was one for the old, older divisions what was the uh what was the scales for both of those uh so for the bar muscle up um so in the older divisions of 55 i think they had it maybe it was 60 55 or 60 and, and above um three bar muscle ups okay if you had them you obviously were well ahead of the group because if you didn't, then you had to do four burpee pull-ups per muscle-up. Per muscle-up? Per muscle-up. Damn, dude, that is a steep, steep scale. And I I was thinking, I'm like, okay, let's think about that for a second. Let's think about, like, is that a fair, is that a fair switch? And let's say, let's say you can get one bar Mm muscle-up. Okay, well, now you only have to do eight burpee pull-ups. Oh. So for every one, it was four. You could mix it. Could you mix and match? You could. You can mix and match. So we there was. But there didn't was like if you did it RX all the way. Well, well see, but here's the thing. This is what this is what they did. They so, set okay. it up to where it wasn't like if you did the scale version, you were automatically below. Mm-hmm. The idea was like they went. They made it so that you had something, so that now okay, well. If you're not going to do it as RX, you're you have to be penalized by it. Let's I say guess they're already penalized with the time it takes to do those. That makes sense. 
Totally. All right. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. Think, about, okay. think about if you're yeah. doing singles, if you're an athlete that can do them as singles, right? You're probably going to do one bar muscle up every 20 seconds. Okay. If you're doing them in singles and you have to like really fight to get them. So, yeah. you know, it takes you a minute to do that. Whereas you're doing 12 burpee pull ups, that would probably be somewhere close to about a minute or so. You know, not to say that you, that you aren't being more tired because you're doing all those burpees, but it's like, all right, well, you could do nothing. You could stand there if you want and you could yeah. try to fail out on these. Um, but it didn't that particular one. It didn't make it to where uh, if you got one bar muscle up, you were automatically above. If you got beat by the other people, you got beat. So I thought it was really interesting because that they did you it can way. decide to choose to scale it. Right. Therefore, okay. Uh, well, now, so, and, now that you say it like that, then it's not as steep because, yeah, this this person may have this pride. Is like I'm going to get one bar muscle up and I'm going to beat everybody. Yep. It's like, well, no, because we've made the penalty of not having it so robust that if they decide to go that path and you decided to stand there, they're going to beat you. Is that the idea? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I I'm okay with that. It was, I'm telling you, it was, it was really interesting. And, it's very interesting. Uh, I mean, it, it added a level of, of strategy to the, to the field. Um, not every group had that option. There were only a handful of, of, of right. uh, groups that had that. Um, uh, and then they had the handstand walking. It was a, uh, we weren't watching that event, but I think it was a, um, like double overhead walk. Or... Yeah. Push presses every, like so many, so many feet or something every like that. Five feet or something. Um, you know, again, just trying to use the shoulder, trying to give a shoulder fatigue, just not getting them turned upside down. And it would take longer to do that. If, if you didn't, if you had to do those versus if you had the handstand walk. So it was, it was really, really interesting. Um, but that's the first time I've ever seen that most yeah. of the time. And I, I've run events where someone's like, well, hey, I can do this weight, but I can't do that. Is it cool if I do? And it's like, no, no. you're either in the RX division <laughs> yeah. Sorry. or you're in this other division. Yeah, yeah. Like if you are so prideful that you are, you know, you don't want to do 75 pounds on the thruster, um, but you can't do chest of bar pull ups. Right. But you don't want It's like, well, I know, but I can do thrusters at 135. I don't care. Yeah. You either do this one or you do this one. <laughs> that's the test. Right. You know, you don't get to modify and base it all on you. Like that's, that would be training. And I think that's, what's really important is when you're testing, you're testing, pick whatever test you want. You can pick test A or you can pick test B. Yeah. If you're going to pick test B and that is not the, as prescribed setup, then by default, it should be below, unless they're unless it's like the same test, just different orders, like the L one does. They, <laughs> right, order, the four out different of, out versions of, order questions or whatever. of the test, yeah, and the scrambled <laughs> questions across the board. <laughs> when I was uh, when I was on staff, every time the test would start, unless I was like moderating the test testing, I would try to take all four tests before the first person came back with one of them. <laughs> it was like a challenge. It's like speed chess. <laughs> more often than not i did a pretty good job um uh, and, and i like what you put for that is just because and, and this is a view that some people have that really don't understand the difference between training and testing or even like sport and working out is that and this is what like rattled some cages in the old days of why greg kind of flipped his lid on the crossfit games is like the the crossfit community as new people kept flooding in all really got their first 
taste of CrossFit from like the CrossFit Games on ESPN or CBS. Right. And so this misconception of that we train for the games in our gyms and like that's CrossFit. You're like, no. Right. No, no, no. That is a sport. <laughs> we are working out. CrossFit, the training methodology, and the CrossFit games, the sport, are on different universes. They just look the same. Yeah, same movements. Uh, yeah. You know, it, same stuff like that. But right. The the intent is different. The the goal is different. Exactly. You know, fitness is if fitness was part of that goal, but the level of fitness that you're talking about, not just to be fit, but to beat people. Right. Like I'm racing with my fitness. <laughs> exactly. Not just trying to get fit. And so we spend so say the opens three weeks again. It's three weeks, it's three days. And it's, th you know, whether you want to do it twice or not, it's up to you. It's like three of the 365 days right. <laughs> are relegated by the CrossFit Games, not CrossFit, even though CrossFit.com will reprogram the Friday workout after the Thursday release will be an open workout for those three yep. weeks. It's 0.8% testing and 99.2% training for the rest of the year with rest days. And the reason why the open invites everyone to come and play, they don't force you to, they say, Hey, we're about to do the ultimate test of fitness, the ultimate test of fitness known as the CrossFit games. And it all starts with the open and everyone has to do it. No one can skip it. The world's fittest and the world's not fit. Not fittest. <laughs> all have an opportunity to sign up under their own <laughs> accord, pay money to sign up for what is known as the CrossFit Games season, which is a competition, which is a sport. There are rules to these sports. There's a definition of fitness that starts in February and ends in August. It's not just the CrossFit Games only. It's the entire season from open, quarterfinals, semifinals to the CrossFit Games. It's one long path to find the fittest human on earth. And it starts in February in week one with 22.1. Now, the test is supposed to challenge athletes enough for them to qualify to the second round, which is the quarterfinals. So really... The Open is the beginning of the ultimate test of fitness, but the Open's purpose is to find the top 10% in every continental region for men, women, and teams, and masters, and adaptive to move on to the quarterfinal season. That's the point of the Open. The point of the Open is not to see who has certain things funneled into only three weeks. They're like, we're going to make a broad test that... The people that are deserving of going to the next level will get appropriately vetted and tested for the next level. If you do not qualify for that, you have holes in your training <laughs> that you need to fix to make sure you pass the test. The test job is not to cater to everyone's individual fitness level. That's not the point of the test. And that's not even the point of RX and scale. The scale's not supposed to do that either. The scale is supposed to test the athlete that can barely do the scale division or be a fallback for those that can't do the RX division. 
the scale is supposed to replicate the stimulus across whatever your levels are. Yes, and there's your stimulus check. And not check, like, you know what I mean? Not, not monetary check. <laughs> Here, check in the box. <laughs> and sometimes people get upset. I see this in my gym all the time. Like you said, it's like, I can do this, but I can't do a chest-to-bar pull-up. I'm like, guess what that tells you, bro? You can do every single thing in this gym. Maybe you have the fastest 1K row, the biggest deadlift, the most burpees in 60 seconds, the world's greatest snatch we've ever seen, yet you can't do a chest-to-bar pull-up. Well, that means you have a massive hole in your fitness, homeboy. Massive. You can't do a chest bar pull, but you can do all this. Yeah. Sorry. You failed the test. Yep. So guess and if, what? And now if you, you got to train that. And if you are someone that is able to make it through, say that year they don't do chest bar pull-ups. Yep. That doesn't mean that you're more fit. That just means you're lucky. One of the statements <laughs> that yeah, one of the statements yeah, yeah. that uh, that Castro said was. If there is any movement that you are worried that might come up, then you're not ready. No. You haven't trained everything to where you've trained the holes away. You don't test the holes away. You train the holes away so that when the test comes up, you're not worried about whatever is going to be presented. If you are concerned about anything, anything, then you didn't train appropriately. Right. Train appropriately. Across the board. When the, test, when the test comes up, that's not the time to train. And I don't <laughs> care if you can outgrow yeah. me on a 1K. If the workout is pull-ups and overhead squat and you can't do pull-ups, you're going to lose. Or you have a trash overhead squat. You're going to lose. You're going to lose this test. You're going to lose this competition. You're going to lose the test. You're going to lose right. this competition. Right. And, and you know, and, and you say that about, um, you know, the, the open track, because I, I think that, you know, that's where the, the genesis of the conversation started. But any any local competition, if it is a race, if it is a competition, then that is a test. Right. Like I nobody change. Nobody goes to a local fitness competition and says, hey, this is cool and everything, but I want to change this to this and then this to this. And if I right. win here or if I lose, it's only because I did these. So I should naturally get more no you either do this race or you do this race <laughs> it's like this race or i do this with this hand see you later <laughs> and that's what it is like this is a test of elite fitness not your fitness yep to the casual crossfitter this is not a catering to your fitness level this is a test of it and so if you can't lift that weight or do that skill, then you have failed this test. And it's a long test. We're not saying the open is the perfect test of fitness. The open is going to test your fitness level with a thousand different things. They're just going to only pick nine of them for three weeks. Yep. Yep. And if you can't get to the top 10% with those nine, then your fitness level is not on par to get there. Because it wasn't the bar muscle up that catched me out of the top ten percent. Well, and then I'll I'll say, or I'll the, say this too. the heavy complex or or whatever. Right, right. Like, it Let, was a multitude say, of things. Let's say you decide. I wouldn't let you do this if you were in my gym most of the time. You decide you, to do. You this would scale or would not let something. me do. This. Oh, you would not I would, let I would, me. Scale I would it. not. I <laughs> I 
with uh, a smile on my face. Yeah. I mean, because again, I mean, they, these are people that like, you know, they they are members, but at the same time, they're customers. I, I want them to have a good experience on whatever it is that they're doing. Mm-hmm. If they decide that they want to do the scaled version of a particular workout in the open, fine, but don't be upset that everyone else gets ranked above you. Right. Like, don't like you have to understand what it is that you're doing. Um, if someone really wants to be involved in the open and they don't have certain movements and I, you know, it's like, yeah, my, my wacko coach keeps telling me I should do RX cause that's what I do. Um, what I always tell them is like, okay, look, we'll put you in the first heat, like sign up to do like the normal setup. We'll put you in the first heat. And then because you just have to get a workout in that day, you have to have training. Then we'll bump you into one of the later heats and you'll do whatever version of it you want to do. You want to do the scaled version that's written on their paper? Fine. You want to do our own modified version of whatever? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. I don't care. No. But you tested the test. Like you're over here doing the test. It was 20 minutes to do it. Toes to bar and whatever. You took 20 minutes. Okay. Cool. Right. Then if you want to get your workout, we'll set you up over here in another lane. Yeah. Another time. Because it's a sport. Totally. That's it. Like there's 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 a there's a win and a lose for a reason, and that doesn't mean like you lost if you didn't. Yeah, it doesn't uh, like it's not a personal well attack. No, but it's like it you either is. do RX or you're a piece of shit. You're like what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I think I think it's you know it, it's just it's just a look. Don't get bummed out if you're gonna go the scale. Don't get bummed out thinking that like well everybody beat me and I should be above. You went to scale for a reason. Yeah, you, ch- you that was your do choice. These other elements for a reason. Right. So just accept that. Yep. Three days. Know where you are. There are going to be people that are going to sit here and get one toe to bar and they're going to beat you. If you're cool with that, then fine. Then there's, there should be, not be an issue. If for some reason that bothers you, then you sit over here for 20 minutes and you get four toes to bar. Right. And you'll be above that person. Right. Congratulations. You're now ahead of them on the leaderboard. That's this something is, that's important to you. This is what the event required of you. Yeah. But I think I really think it's important. And I also think it's important for coaches to understand. Uh, to convey the difference of the two. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I am glad that CrossFit put it in. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that there was enough um, explanation of what the purpose of that is. I mean, uh, the reality you mean the open? is the purpose of, yeah, for having that scale. The reality is. Oh, a scale look, division. We want to make, we want to, we want to give an opportunity. Accessible. Yeah. An opportunity for everyone to give it a shot, mm-hmm. even if you can't do these movements. But you have to understand that if you give every opportunity, then all of a sudden, like there still has to be a way to filter the people through. Right. Because the open has a job. The open isn't a weekend local competition. The open has a job to move people forward. Well, otherwise so, it's not cool. the open anymore. Involved in that. Huh? It's, otherwise it's yeah, not the open right. anymore. It's just dot right. com. It's just a word. Hey, just do a, whatever the, yeah. we're, do whatever the hell you guys want to. We're not here to test your fitness. Then it's not the open. It's not a competition. I'll say this. Go I'll, ahead. I'll say this also. Uh, um, on the Wadproof app, I do that Masters Go League thing. Yeah. 
And I, so, you know, I, 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 we're trying to kind of rehype it back up to have the, it's a weekly one event competition. I have a 35 to 44 division. I have a 45 plus division. I have a scale division. The 35 and the 45 plus are usually almost identical. Mm. Usually the same. I, a lot of times I'll put like, there's a time cap on it. Cause I don't want people running you know, <laughs> long just because I can't yeah. finish it, whatever. I will say that when I do the scale division, I bring the scale way down. The reason is, is because if you can't do these, then everyone or a, a, a very large percentage of people should be able to do these. Got it. So if I have bar muscle ups, more than likely I'm going to have pull ups or even, you know, if it's pull ups over here in the regular, I'm probably going to have jumping pull ups over here. Got it. Yeah. Because I, because that's, I think that's important. That's mm -hmm. the same thing as the open. Like they, they will do that. But in no way should anyone that is on there be ahead of, no matter how fast, yeah, it is, over on this other one, over against against the other. I just think it's strange that people would even think that. Yeah, it's. Um, but some people do, and, I, and a lot of it has to do with their perception of competition, their what they've been taught as far as the difference between training and sports, and yeah. the way it's programmed and coached in their affiliates. Right, if every day is brought to you as a testing day, well, then no wonder you don't look at the open differently than your training days. Yeah. Right. Or if that's just not conveyed to you, and that's what we wanted to do here, is like there's a massive difference. If you're just your average Joe out there, just trying to stay fit, God bless you. And the open comes around once a year, and if you want to just see where you're at, sign up. Three of the 365 days will be a test that you can choose to do or not to do. And when they say the open is for everyone, it means that the open is designed to give everyone an opportunity to compete. It doesn't mean the open is designed for everyone. Even the no. scale division for people is too hard. Yeah, I've had athletes that couldn't do scaled weights or scaled movements, and that's just they got tested within a subdivision of the test. But the open is designed that everybody has an opportunity to compete because it's the only competition in the season that you can sign up for. You can sign up to do this. You can pay your money. You can, you can decide to get tested at the end of the or the beginning of the game's season. Every other test that there is, quarterfinals, semifinals, cross the games, you can't sign up for that. It is not for you. You know, I never really understood this, I guess, a little side deal. I never understood why everyone made such a big deal about having to pay, what is it, $20? $20? Oh, like, I don't want to pay $20 for the Open? Yeah, yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll do a local a in town <laughs> run that they'll pay $80 for or $100 for that they could do for free exactly. every single MFing day. <laughs> but for some reason, they have to they have to pay $100 to go and do this run. It's like, yeah, you'll pay for that. Yeah. But you go and you act like you're being robbed, like someone's sticking a gun in your face and trying to steal all your money for doing this competition competitions you have to pay for right like that that's the the idea is they made a leader you are you are you. committing to this event you're putting some money down yeah you're putting your hat in the ring you're saying let's go not like well maybe i'll do it maybe i won't yeah. free, you're not gonna do it <laughs> maybe maybe i won't you know, maybe, I won't maybe you know what uh it's friday nah, i'm not, it's not gonna do it okay fine 
Yeah. But you still should have put your money in there. <laughs> yeah. If you want to be involved, get yeah, in, if you're going to get involved, be involved. I don't get that one. Pay your 20 bucks and 20 it's not bucks. just that. It's like that 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 matters. Like if, yes. if like a thousand people decided not to do that, like that matters. That adds up. Let alone like a hundred thousand. <laughs> but yeah. But I mean, yeah, not to say about I, I'm not and I'm not even talking about like the 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 money in or money out. The, you know, CrossFit's trying to take my money or they're just trying to gouge me with all my money. You would have done that anyway, and you would have paid for five opens in one talk turkey trot right to go and do whatever yeah, that, if you went like, to your local you could have done every day turkey trot saint patrick's day 5k it's like hey come on i mean even if it's some big like i don't know some trail run or something it's like oh it's going to be in this location and you know we're paying for do this you could do that for free too <laughs> Like, I could drive up to Lake Tahoe to do a trail run up there that's this big trail run. Mm -hmm. You know, you can get my paper, get my shirt, whatever else, and I could go up there tomorrow. I wouldn't do this. I could go up there tomorrow and do the run myself. Yeah. For free. Right. All by myself. Put on my own tunes, wear my own clothes, wear my own shirt, whatever. Just doesn't like, sound just, fun. Like, just, I know. Unless totally. I'm competing. <laughs> like... And I like to run, but like I don't want to do this. I want to do it against other people. You put your money in, now it counts. I want to see where something. I, and I want to see where I stack up. That's You're just the, yeah, exactly. You are invested. Invest in the test. Invest in the test. Invest in the test. Man, Sign, I got all kinds of phrases that. popping That's out good. of me right Sign now. Sign the Woo! f up for the open. Invest in the test. You got what is it? December fourteenth. It's got time. I think registration opens in like a month. Oh, man. I know. I know. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm always, I'm always, I always get not excited, but very excited, regardless of my fitness level. I just like to see where I'm at. Yeah. And when I get exposed, I'm like, damn it. I know why. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is. All right. My all fault. right. All right. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. That is my <laughs> fault. I get it. <laughs> Barbells are the worst, <laughs> but, uh, and that's it. And so if you're an athlete and you're say the, the open is something that you have pinned. And I think everybody, I think everybody should personally, I think if you do CrossFit, you should sign up for the open. Everyone, everyone, new, old, elite, just want to get in shape. I think everybody should sign up for this test. Because there's so many wonderful things that come from it. And it doesn't all have to be negative. Like every negative thing that, say, happens in three weeks should all be positives for the next 362 training days that you have available to you. It's like, man, I couldn't do bar muscle-ups again. I'm like, all right, well, do you want to spend a year to work on them? And maybe we tried for 10 minutes of the workout and we did the best we could with what we had? Yes, great. No, I don't want to do that. I'm like, okay, well then, you know. Don't complain about it the next, next time. Year. Yeah, see, see, see you, you here, here next, again next year. year. <laughs> same bat time, same <laughs> bat station. And I was like, I hate not having double hunters. Like you said, uh, your buddy that spent the, the next year to get him, and then he got him. Yeah, like Nick that's, G. Nick G. That's a really cool thing to see, and what that does is it shows people that if you are, and it's it's almost the best empirical data we could possibly have of did I get better. You want to know what's you want to know what's crazy about that is everyone knows that everyone knows 
that that's how you get better at it. Yeah. People would watch him do that. And there was almost like a, damn, he's really, he's really doing that. Yeah. Shit. I really don't want to do that. (laughs) Okay. Well, at least you're honest with yourself. That, I mean, you would see people say like the look that they would see that it's like, he's, he's doing it again. Yeah. He's here again. He's here again. Dang. You're doing that a lot. Yeah. I want to get better at it. Wow. Oh. It's like it's almost like this weird smack in the face. Everybody knows that's what you're supposed to do. Then when you actually see it, you're like, "Wow, what's uh, what's better that? At it? Do I just want to bitch about it a little bit more?" What's that phrase? <clears throat> I think you would know this specifically. Is everybody thinks they'll run into the burning building until they feel the heat? Everybody has a plan until you get hit in the face. Yeah, Mike Tyson. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's what it is. It's like yeah. everyone wants something. Until you show them what it takes to get it. And then you decide if they really want it or not. Yep. And then it's like, oh, no, I don't want to. I don't want to do three to five minutes of double unders three times a week to get better at them for a whole year. All right. Then shut your effing mouth. Yeah. Then, then quit complaining. Yeah. Shut up. Then then you're doing the scaled version. Yeah. You're doing single unders. It's like. And you're going to be scored below everybody. So yeah. You're bitching. And it, or, or like even if you have it's like I say someone has just like a physical disability not a disability like i just can't do bar muscle ups because of whatever i'm like all right well in the open if it happens realize that the test has to be expansive and skills will be tested and if it happens then that means you failed this test of what is the cross of games but for the next time we work out every time we'll absolutely scale it and test your fitness based off your own ability every day for 362 other days but today is the test and Sorry you can't do it, or sorry you don't want to do it, but maybe next time. Or not. And if that's the case, then, yeah, just sit there and take your L and see you tomorrow. Or, I mean, not that it has to be take your L, but just understand what it is that you're saying. I'm saying that I, I'm understanding where I am when I'm stepping on the floor that day i mean like if you are adamantly i don't want to do the open okay don't show up that day which i think is stupid but you're going to show up at the gym anyway so (laughs) just do it if you don't care about where you finish if you don't care where you finish then don't care right but don't get upset at the leaderboard then like if that's the case then like the leaderboard should mean nothing to you Mm -hmm. whether you finish below someone or someone that gets one rep beat you like that shouldn't even enter into your head yeah because you're not competing. Right. Because you just said you're not competing. You just, I just want to do the workout that I can do. I just want to I just want to you know get get my fitness for today. Yeah. Okay, well then don't worry about it. Yeah. It's not you didn't lose. It's all good. But understand understand what it is. <laughs> yeah. You know. And so, yeah, and that, and that and that's what's special about the test. So in programming, you know, as we wrap things up is like you should train 90 to 95% of all of your workouts should just be training days. How can I get better at the thing I want to get better at based off the goals that I have? That's it. Throw in some tests every once in a while to see where you're at. Am I getting better? Okay, well, I need to take this test, and it's pass or fail to see if I've gotten better, period, intermittently throughout the year. And then when the Open rolls around, the Open is the ultimate test of fitness. It's across the games. Like, the Open is part of that. And so that's what the purpose is. And take that test. But on the flip side, don't test every day. Like, your training should not be constant tests. 
Like, no. You'll, you'll miss the stimulus. You'll miss the capacity design based off of the programming is supposed to be. You'll wear yourself out. You'll get frustrated. You'll probably get injured. You shouldn't test every day. You should train every day. Yep. And it should all be centered around what your goal is, what your purpose is, and what you get better at. That's it. And then once a year, yep. sign up for the Open and test yourself, see where you got better, see where you didn't, and then adjust your training for the next year accordingly. And then let's move on. Sounds pretty simple to me. It is pretty simple. Yeah, we spent an hour and eight minutes talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, But if you guys are still listening and you guys have any questions on the difference between the two or what we think your approach should be, reach out to Bill and us. You can find us on Instagram. You see our Instagram handles here on YouTube. Reach out to the show wherever and pick our brain. If you're a programmatron, a patron of the show, that is part of your that is part of it. Like pick our brains, see what we think. What give us a we had oh this one guy. Oh man, I gotta find this. This is great, Bill. This is great. He uh, hit me up on Instagram and uh he's been following our programming. Let me see if I can oh. find this guy. Did he reach out to you? Yeah, he, uh, where he just won the, his uh, last competition. Yes. He's like, the view from up here is really nice. Yes. Okay, so his Instagram handle is the underscore Rovisto. Yep, yep. And I guess this was like a year ago. I think he did the same thing with you. He reached out to us about competing and competition nerves and how to approach competition. Yeah. And he messaged us. Right there. I, yeah. You guys can't see it if you're listening. but this There is, it is. Uh, yeah. yeah. Is so he right took here. second place last year, and this year he won, and he was doing our programming. Yeah, buddy. To get there. So uh, good. congratulations. Way to train. Way to train and then excel at your test, sir. Well done. Amazing stuff right well there. Done. Well so, done. Yeah, I want to do a little shout-out before we sign off. But uh, one of the many things we love to do with our, our listeners, our patrons, those who follow us, those who are just fans of the show, is we are here as a resource for you. We, uh, we love this. We truly do. <laughs> like, we are obsessed <laughs> with this. This is something that we enjoy. So if you have questions, concerns, whatever it is, reach out to Bill and I. Hit up the podcast Instagram. And uh, don't be afraid to ask questions. Because we love to talk, we love to talk about CrossFit, and we love to talk about programming. If we can help you out in any way, that is the point of these podcasts, and this is one of them. Make sure you're training, you're training for the stimulus. If you don't even know what that is, ask your coach. Hey, what's the goal for today's workout? Okay, what's your goal for today's workout? How, do, how can we align those things? That's your coach's job. That's your programmer's job. And if they don't have an answer for you, quit that effing gym and find a new one. <laughs> okay? It's not that hard. It's not that hard. Make, make yourself some goals. Make sure the training fits to develop those and advance those every day. And some days are going to be bad. Some days are going to be good. Some days you're going to want to quit. Some weeks you're going to want to quit. It's normal. Absolutely normal. And then when you get the test, see where you're at. As Bill said, throw your hat in the ring. Dance with the bulls. If you get the horns, then guess what? You now have a blueprint of what totally derailed you, <laughs> and now you can adjust your training accordingly. I think that's the most beautiful thing about competition, but that's only if you do tests every once in a while, not every yeah. single day. So that's for Bill and I, the difference between training and testing and what we think the purpose of the Open is. Bill, pleasure as always, sir. Always love talking shop.
Glad you're back. It was good to see you behind the mic and the camera once again, sir. That was a yeah. nice treat for everybody. Hope you guys enjoy this. Again, if you have any questions, track us down. If not, good luck in your training. Later, everybody. Thank <laughs> you.